The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. An ambassador for the dogs and broadcasting live from Truist Park every day. All day, every day. It's time for Buck's Beat with Buck Baloo. Hey everybody, it's Buck Baloo here for Buck's Beat episode 79. We're on the eve of the NFL divisional round playoffs. We got coaches and players that are coming and going at the college and pro level. Georgia Bulldogs are coming off another national championship, celebrated with a big parade, and then went into mourning with the tragic deaths of two members of the program. Tough to get over that. Even the Hawks are suddenly jumping back into the news cycle with some questionable front office moves and that Trey Young drama. And now the Braves are about to get spring training started with shortstop and left field in the spotlight. Man, I'll tell you what, you can't be slacking off this time of the year in this business. Now, today I'm focused on Stetson Bennett's next step. What will that be? More on that coming up in just a moment. And also, I'll dive into the new Georgia Bulldog offensive line situation and the A.D. Mitchell departure apparently to Texas. Uh, Georgia, by the way, going through some big changes heading into the 2023 season. But first, let me tell you about Mickey Himes and the GetMickey.com team at Keller Williams. If you're in the market for a Lake Lanier home property or a home up 400, get Mickey and his team working for you. Selling, don't leave money on the table. Buying, get Mickey to help you find it and provide you with five-star service. Call 678 341 7474. Or go to getmickey.com and get the deal done. Stetson Bennett has been the talk of the town recently after leading the dogs to back to back national titles. And I tell you what, I'm giving him a pass on the celebration parade in that stadium interview with Shockley. Bennett was obviously super motivated by the doubters and the critics through the years. And look where it got him. Right now he's being mentioned as the greatest bulldog to ever put on a uniform. So I guess a lot of that was all about the payback, right? The GOAT was letting some fans and some media members know that they got it wrong. I get it. He also appeared uh, to be dissing reporters and fans on that parade route, which he wasn't. The mailman was just just being uh, just busy being the DJ, playing some music. No issues there for me, at least. I know a local radio host called him out and used him to get noticed on social media, and then Step uh, Stetson called him out. A lot of drama going on out there. Now let me keep it real. Stetson right now has got to be near exhaustion with this gauntlet he's been on for the last six to eight months. But 
Right now, Stetson's waiting on an official invitation from Jim uh, Nagy and the Senior Bowl, which is coming up in Mobile in a couple of weeks. Sounds a little complicated because the Senior Bowl is apparently waiting on Kentucky quarterback Will Levis's decision on whether to accept or decline the invitation to go to the Senior Bowl, and that impacts Stetson Bennett. Sounds like Stetson is the next man up. So if Levis decides not to go, and look, he's already being uh, looked upon as a first-round draft pick, so maybe he says, look, I'm banged up from the season trying to get over these injuries. I'm already being forecast, projected to go in the first round of the draft. All I can do is hurt myself by going to Mobile and playing in the Senior Bowl. And if his decision is to not show up, then that certainly helps Stetson and will give him an opportunity to get down there and show off his skill set in front of these NFL personnel guys and improve his draft stock. ESPN NFL insider Chris Mortensen provided some clarity on this subject on the Buck Baloo show this week. Here's my interview with Chris Mortensen. Yeah, what are you hearing about Stetson Bennett's opportunity of maybe showing up down at the Senior Bowl? Well, here's what I don't know. is if the, uh, What level of communication, if any, the Senior Bowl director, G- Executive Director Jim Nagy, who I have great respect for, and Stetson Bennett, is it Stetson Bennett the fourth? Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Have had since we last talked. I believe there's been communication. I do know that Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback, kind of had the invitation for that slot. But, you know, he's been banged up, got a shoulder, still recovering from a, a, a toe. Uh, and so, but there was no doubt that Stetson Bennett was had a lot of energy last week when we talked. I'm talking about energy behind the scenes. And I would be, I would almost be shocked if, if, uh, you know, if he doesn't get that invite. But then it's a matter of does Stetson want that invite? Maybe he's tired and played 15 games. Had a pretty good season, by the way, uh, Buck. Yeah, I noticed. He was lights yeah, so, out, especially in those big games. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think he uh, obviously uh, generated some interest. I, I look at a couple of the quarterbacks on that roster, and I'm not going to single out names. I'm sitting there say, so why invite that guy ahead of Stetson Bennett? And what they try to do is not invite people simply for the for the uh, you know the headlines or to generate the ticket sales. And it's, a lot of it is uh, the NFL said. Okay, we've seen Stetson Bennett. We got 15 great games of Stetson Bennett, uh, and we don't have any any on this kid from BYU as much as we'd like. Let's see how they match up. Some of that goes into it, and it's understandable. But uh, I, I, I was surprised that we got to this moment today on this radio show that I didn't have Stetson Bennett on that senior bowl roster. Yeah, normally these guys are fighting over those spots, right? They'd give anything to show up in Mobile and get in front of the NFL personnel guys. So I'm really stunned there's still a, st- still a spot available. Will Levis, shouldn't there be a deadline, though? We need an answer by such and uh, such time. I mean, you're dragging this thing out. I was told that last Friday was the deadline. So, um, obviously, you know, and I don't know what that means, whether that's deadline held true. Normally, for a player like that who's projected into the first round, you would hold that spot until reasonable. It's, it's, it's something like 17 days before they report. Uh, I think we, we will hear something. And, uh, and and by the way, 
there's there's pretty much proof now that playing in the Senior Bowl can you, you can improve your stock. I like I like what Nick Saban says, and you know the only way you can really improve your value is by playing the game of football. Well, in this game, in this game, you know you're playing football, and it's really the practices, not just the game. Always great having Mort on the show. The Senior Bowl typically will take six quarterbacks, three on each team. And right now, they've got commitments from Max Dugan, the TCU quarterback. He's played in a ton of football games at TCU, 47 games, 1,225 attempts. He's 6'2", 210. He's looking forward to showing off his skill set to these NFL personnel guys. The other quarterbacks you might not be too familiar with, Jaron Hall from BYU, 6'1", 205. Really good quarterback uh, that's played for the Cougars. Jake Hayner from Fresno State, 6'1", 200 pounds. He can spin it. Clayton Toon from Houston, 6'3", 220 pounds. He's another one that has played a lot of football at Houston. 47 games, 1,416 passing attempts. And then you've got the guy most people are wondering, who the heck is this guy? Tyson Bajan from Shepard, played for the Rams. He's the Harlan Hill Trophy winner. You know, Brian Fennerin here at 680 The Fan won that award back in the day. Bajan, 6'3", 210 pounds. NFL scouts wanting to get a, look, get a good look at him. And so he got the Senior Bowl invitation. So that's five guys that have committed to be there. They're waiting on Will Levis. And Stetson Bennett hoping to get that invitation. If you're wondering about the two top-rated quarterbacks going into the NFL draft, Bryce Young from Alabama, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, well, they're both underclassmen. you got to be a senior to play at the Senior Bowl, thus the name of the All-Star game. So uh, Stetson right now is projected to be going into the process as a fifth or sixth-round pick. Because of his stature, six foot, 190, 185, something along those lines. Not exactly what the NFL scouts look at as far as guys they project to play in the National Football League. But I'll tell you what, recently we've seen a trend towards the mobile, undersized quarterback like Kyler Murray out in Phoenix. So it's not that Stetson can't play or can't fit in the NFL. But he has a chance, if he does get that Senior Bowl invitation, to go down and improve his draft stock and maybe be higher than a fifth-round pick. And uh, hoping he's going to be able to do that, by the way. Go get him, Stetson. Hey, another guy that's been in the news this week is A.D. Mitchell, the Georgia wide receiver, apparently entered the transfer portal, and he's going to transfer to Texas to play for the Longhorns. And I've got three reasons why. He's chosen to do that. Number one, word on the street is Mitchell, his family now resides in Texas, and he's got a child now that also is in Texas. So you could understand at this point why he would be want to be closer uh, to his baby and his family. So that's reason number one. Number two, Apparently got a better NIL deal at Texas. And the story I got was that a couple of days ago, Mitchell got his NIL deal at Georgia put in front of him, and then he took 
the uh, the offer and uh, sent that to Lincoln Riley out at USC and Steve Car- uh, Steve Sarkeesian at Texas and said, hey, man, can you beat this? Now, look, I don't know about USC, but I do know about Texas, and they've got some deep pockets at UT. They've got more money than the Dallas Cowboys have these days. So I would imagine you saw Texas come back with a better offer than what Georgia was throwing out there. So that's reason number two. Reason number three, I think it's pretty obvious, is Mitchell uh, will get the ball coming his way at Texas more than he would have gotten the ball coming his way at Georgia. And so targets and catches would mean uh, more of that means his NFL draft stock could improve and he would be uh, in this situation a bona fide first round pick looking ahead to him being eligible for the draft. So there's three reasons why A.D. Mitchell has decided to move on with his two national championship rings. What does that leave George at wide receiver, which has been a weak position during this great run Kirby's had? But I think things are a-changing. They're at the wide receiver spot under Coach Brian McClendon, who has done a great job out on the recruiting trail. Now, A.D. Mitchell played the ex-wide receiver spot, and – Most of the time, your ex-wide receiver is one of your bigger receivers. They're lined up wide outside the numbers. And you look at what Georgia has coming back. You got Marcus Rosemey, Jack Saint, who is a solid football player. Uh, McClendon went out and brought in Ra-Ra Thomas from Mississippi State, who's proven his worth. He's 6'1", 185, 190, so he would fit that ex-wide receiver position. And then McClendon also, in this recruiting class, went out and got Tyler Williams, a five-star receiver, 6'3", 200 pounds. So those guys, to me, look like ex-wide receivers. Three guys that will fill the void with Ad Mitchell moving, Ad Mitchell moving on. Slot receiver, you got Lad McConkey who decided not to go to the NFL. He's sticking around. He's a playmaker. He's a dangerous man in that slot. And then McClendon also went out and got Dominic Lovett in the transfer portal, along with Ra Ra Thomas. He brings in Lovett from Missouri, who's 5'10", 175, and would fit that slot receiver spot that you see so effective in football you might look and say these guys are undersized playing that slot receiver but I think that's exactly what you're looking for both in the NFL and college and high school you got these uh, quick shifty undersized receivers playing the slot and they're working the short to intermediate zones of the defense outquicking these linebackers that are playing zone uh, safeties and nickelbacks that are coming up trying to man up with them. Seeing a lot of short crossing routes and uh, option routes, intermediate portions of the field in the middle of the field doing some damage there. So Georgia looks good with McConkey and Lovett at that slot receiver formation. As far as the third wide receiver and a three wide receiver set, I would imagine you're looking at Arian Smith taking control of that third receiver spot with the speed and explosiveness that Arian possesses. Uh, Hopefully he could stay healthy 
looking to the upcoming season and do a lot of damage like you saw him doing at the end of this past season. Plus, you got Dylan Bell and Jackson Meeks who got their feet wet playing a little uh, in cleanup time this year and a host of other wide receivers they've got lined up to compete uh, starting at spring football practice. Uh, Anthony Evans, you got Azid uh, Haynes, uh, Morissette, Smith, uh, you got uh, Spear. You, you got a lot of guys looking to win some of those win some of those reps at the wide receiver spot. So if I was a Georgia fan, I wouldn't be too worried. I'd wish A.D. Mitchell the best as he moves on to Texas and want to thank him for the impact he made at Georgia, which was huge. And that leads me right into talking about the new Bulldogs offensive line in 2023. Now let's go down the uh, offensive line starting at left offensive tackle. You got Broderick Jones as an underclassman has entered the NFL draft and is projected to be a first round draft pick. He is was a little bit under the radar. I didn't hear a lot of people talking about him a heck of a lot this past season, but he was awesome, especially in pass protection. You know, Georgia did a great job, better job than any other offensive line in college football of protecting the quarterback. And Broderick Jones was a big part of that, taking on the other team's top pass rusher. Uh, Jones moving on to the NFL. So that is a big void there at left offensive tackle. Left guard, you got Xavier Truss coming back, veteran, ton of experience. You would think he would totally take over that left guard spot. Devin Willock, God rest his soul. Um, there will be some competition to push Truss. And, again, thoughts going out to the Willock family and what they're going through. Uh, but Xavier Truss looks like a guy that will settle in and, and get most of the reps at the left guard spot. You got Tate Ratledge coming back at right guard as a returning starter. Really awesome in the run game, taking on those three technique defensive tackles and should be uh, had, looking at another big season coming back in 23. Now the right tackle, Warren McClendon, has moved on to the NFL draft. And he played some outstanding football for Georgia for three years on that offensive line. But they've got somebody ready to step in, as you saw during the course of the year, Amarius Mims, who I believe will be the next great Georgia offensive lineman. And he's looking to be a first-round draft pick in the 2024 draft. I don't know if Amarius Mims will stay at right tackle or maybe could transition over to left tackle. Ernest Green is a young player Georgia has on the roster, 6'4", 330 pounds, one of the top-rated offensive line prospects in the 2022 signing class. He's out of California. An injury limited him in his first year on campus here the, this previous season. But tell you what, he, he looked good at practice when he was out there and took some second-team uh, reps during practice. And he looks like a potential fit at that left tackle spot in 2023. You know, the big question right now as we go to taping is what happens with Cedric Van Pran uh, Granger, the center for the Georgia Bulldogs, one of the captains on this team. What will he do? been given uh, a little extra time to 
jump in the NFL draft or pull his name out of the NFL draft. So right now, as we tape, we're wondering or expecting to hear news coming down on what he's decided to do. And I think this is absolutely critical to the Bulldogs' offensive line in 2023. I don't see another center that is ready to step in and take control of this position. I mean, Van Pran was a guy that got some uh, All-American love, uh, All-SEC love with the performance level he played at at the center spot. So I think I look at this offensive line in 2023 and say that this is the most uh, critical area of Georgia putting together another solid offensive line group of course the biggest conversation piece is going to be who replaces Stetson Bennett at quarterback it's going to be Carson Beck or Brock Vandegrift or Gunnar Stockton or will Kirby hit that transfer portal bring in a inexperienced quarterback Uh, everybody waiting to see what transpires at the quarterback position Beck has certainly been patient waiting on his opportunity He's been close to getting uh, some reps, uh, more reps. He was basically cleaning up a little bit at the end of these blowout games this past season. But we'll come back in one of the podcasts very soon and go into depth, do a deep dive into the Georgia quarterbacks in 2023. That's going to do it for episode 79 of Bucks Beat. We appreciate you hanging out from week to week, and we'll talk to you soon. Subscribe to Bucks Beat and get the latest updates every week from the most connected guys in Georgia sports. Follow Buck at BuckBaloo8 on Twitter and check out all the fan podcasts at thepodcastpark.com. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia.